everybody. What's going on? You're listening to the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. I'm Keegan. I'm CJ. And I'm Jason. And we are the Moron Bros. Every single Tuesday, we come to you with music and moronic madness. Uh, speaking of moronic madness, we are going to continue our moronic madness in March tournament uh, this episode. We have the Ska Division coming up. We're very excited for that. And in that uh, same vein, Jason's not familiar with Ska music, we found out. Uh, through trying to select bands, <laughs> yes, but not not very familiar at all. He'll and, probably uh, be the deciding vote. Um, well, he's going to be the deciding vote on a lot of things in that tournament. But also, we're going to probably dedicate a lot of time after the tournament and after we've done all the things that we usually do in an episode, uh, just devoting it to showing you some some cool some, ska music. Uh, I think. Yeah, I'm looking forward there's to it. A lot it. of good, and there's a lot of bad. There is plenty of everything. Uh, uh, that's, that happens with every genre. Yeah. First things first, before we do anything, uh, big shout out to Rourke. Found out he's doing good. Yeah, he's on the upswing. Uh, we're throwing his team directly into the wild card. Yeah, so they're automatically into the tournament. Uh, Black, Black Happy. Black Happy from Spokane, Washington. We haven't even listened to him. We trust Rourke that We much. trust Rourke that much. And uh, we'll probably play some of them later. How about uh, play some yeah. of them later? And then we'll play We'll play them after everything, and then yeah, we'll play them next week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense to, to play the wild card pick. At least they get everybody. But that means that every single pick that we make this week is the final say. There is nobody coming back. No second chances. No second chances yeah. for the Scott Division, which is okay. I think we missed... We'll have to like roll a die to see who gets the bye week or whatever. Yeah, we missed so many bands. So many bands. Well, I mean, when you, you, you know, you're only doing eight. Yeah, and we were trying to kind of get our favorites in as well as like who we thought were best, but I think it, it more turned into just who our favorites are. <laughs> uh so we're the Moron Bros. Every single Tuesday we're here. It's uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time right now. Yeah. We did not do a morning show today. Very sorry, but we're uh, on constriction for time. Yeah. Uh, adult fucking sucks. Yeah. Got to juggle all kinds of schedules. Yeah. We've got Death Pool coming Boy, up later. We've got... Uh, Got our headliners. Our headliners coming yeah. up. We just found out some things. We had like all of us were like scrambling, like, oh man, we forgot. I see some things, and I was like, oh, I don't know. And I got a good one, yeah. I think. I think got, I got a pretty good headline. Got some stuff hot off the presses. Yeah, yeah. We'll but that able. is what you have to look forward to listening to Moron Bros Radio Show here to, at Real Punk Radio for the next two hours. We're gonna be in your heads, so uh, make sure to tune in. But we first, before we get to anything, we always. Do our weeks in review. Uh, we we each of us picks a song. And we do a three song set that describes our week. CJ, what was yours? Uh, or what what's the order here? Yeah. Well, you're going first. Okay. You picked first. Uh, I picked "Breakaway" by Triple Deke. Yeah. Which is one of our uh, Do America bands. Um, uh, I had a pretty dope uh, top shelf slap shot. Fucking nice. goal at my hockey game on Wednesday, so I was really excited about it. Had him sucking Martian titties. Oh, dude, it's a it's a good feeling. I know that feeling. Oh man, I also I have to appreciate any uh, hockey oriented band. I was pretty excited to to discover Triple Deke. Right, uh, we got quite a few hockey oriented bands. I uh, mean, I'm still well, waiting for an episode Canadian where punk we rock bands that have a lot of hockey themes. That too, well. there's a lot of those. Well, it's, it's ingrained in the Canadian yeah. society. So Triple Deke <laughs> with Breakaway is my week in review. Uh, I went with Lust Control with perhaps their only 100% legitimate song. 
Yeah, the one that isn't about anything political or fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's uh, called Make Money and Die. <coughs> also, just want to point out, we don't encourage people to go listen to their music. Listen to their music on the Moron Bros show. And that's but, it. Yeah, yeah, but don't support this band. They're awful people. <laughs> if you want to hear more, go to past Moron Bros shows. Yeah, you can, <laughs> if you want to hear more, listen to our past episodes. Morombros.realpunkradio.com. Try not, try not to support them outright. But don't uh, support them outright. They're awful, if and when horrible people. It's a really interesting relationship you have. They're a fucking great They're so good. They're, good. they're just awful. They're, they're the worst. Good. They're the worst kind of people that have ever existed, but and they may, play very good punk rock music. Specifically, just like it's, they're not being assholes like they normally are. Yeah, this song is uh, actually pretty, is pretty they have decent. Some, fu- some fun songs about the evils of masturbation, um, the evils of Planned Parenthood. Things mm-hmm. like that, dude. The masturbation song is so fun. Masturbation so is our pretend like sex. Jesus is watching you <laughs> because he is. Uh. Uh, so yeah, lost control with make money and die. And then uh, for my week in review, uh, kind of in the same vein as make money and die. Yeah, just <laughs> just feeling the the debt pressure piling up, so need to tighten up the the budget and be a little a little more frugal or. Fiscal, what's the the proper word? I, I, uh, fiscally I both, responsible. Yeah, I think both work. Right? Both both work. I, I mean, say. sort of. Anyway, frugal's more I of a derogatory anyway. term. I feel. I feel, or is at least it? a thing that's like, you know, you, like frugal is kind of a. a you know what I? It think has a bad of, rap. You know, you know what if I you're think. a frugal dude, everybody's like, what? But I'm if okay you're like, I'm fiscally that. responsible, everybody's like, oh, he's fucking got a degree. Same thing. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so I went with uh, "Money" by the Flying Lizards. Dude, so excited! I had like I hadn't thought of this song. <laughs> a, a gem from <laughs> like, 1979. I felt like I felt like we were about to do go into a uh, montage when this song <laughs> yeah. started playing. I started doing a little dance. Like we're gonna go shopping. That's definitely the kind and, of montage we change, need. A, a montage that's making money. I'll change our clothes and do I crazy. Could use like a you know a good like three minute montage that covers like a good two years worth of money oh, making. God, right, if That'd this the montage could cover was, the next month. I was or Picturing us like on a, a a pretty woman style shopping. That's spray. what I was thinking. That's what I was me, thinking. Like We're you all coming like, out trying on different outfits, and mm-hmm. me and CJ are clapping at you and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CJ just comes on and descending, uh, descending. Uh, uh, quality uh hoodies and we're just like we're just like no 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 until it's just one of those burlap sack drug rugs no until it's the until it's the borat until it's the borat uh swimsuit with the suspenders (laughs) and we just start clapping one of of us ends up in assless chaps somehow yeah i already got them at my house we got them oh yeah flash won them in a raffle one time when i got the moped yeah and they're his size he wore them to the bar anyway perfect in a raffle (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, we have <laughs> <laughs> Triple D coming up with Breakaway, Lust Control with Make Money and Die, and the Flying Lizards with Money. Let's check it out. Grew up on TV. This where I learned about life. Be a model. Get a job, make money to die 
Pay my bill 
Money, 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 hockey, money, 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 hockey, hockey, money, money, hockey, money, money. Mm. Anyway, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is the Moron Bro Show here at RealFunkRadio.com. <laughs> uh, we do a uh, well, we're starting our first ever Moronic Madness in March tournament. I have to say it so slow, or I'm gonna just. <laughs> Uh, it's basically a tournament of bands. It's a battle of the bands. It's an ultimate tournament of the battle yeah, of the bands. Bracket style. Uh, and right now we're selecting what bands are going to be in that bracket. Like we mentioned prior, uh, Rourke gets his band passed through at, with our wild card this week. We've had wild cards in the past week. We'll explain how that works when the time comes. We are in the ska division this week, and we yeah. have eight bands that we are trying to take four from. To move into our ultimate battle of the bands tournament, so, uh, what are those bands, CJ? Uh, we're kicking it off with the Mighty Mighty Boston's on the East Coast, and we're going all the way to Southern California to see the Mad Caddies. Okay. Uh, Royal Oil by the Boston's. Love it. Fucking great song. Uh, Souls for Sales. By the Mad Caddies. And we'll pick It was who hard to think. pick a Mad Caddies song. Yeah, it was actually. They have a uh, lot of good fucking songs. They do. We're going to have to, but we're, we'll make our decision after the songs, and you'll find out who gets into the Moronic Madness in March tournament. Check it out. Nothing come from nothing, come on Royal oil, when you smoke up on the 
Souls for Sale by the Mad Caddies. Before that was the Boss Tones with Royal Oil. So let's get down to business, CJ. This uh, is the Moron Bros Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Very, let's get seri- down to, yeah. very serious. Let's get down to business. I mean, based on those two songs, it's a, it's a lot more difficult than it should be, but based on just the knowledge I have on each band, I, I have to go with the Mad Caddies. I was going to say, I mean, like, I'm like thinking of, you know, how, it's like... Okay, every band we bring in, right, essentially has to be able to go all the way. Like, we're not putting bands in here that we, do, yeah. we don't like. It needs to be a contender. Right. It's got to be a contender. And I think if we're looking at a band that has a library of songs that I think are just hit after hit after hit, and they're different, too, depending on who they're going to face, Yeah, you're going Mad Caddies all the way. That's my band. That's, those are my guys. Yeah, I know. Originally, I was People. one who even threw the boss tones in the mix, but... Even I was like, yeah, do we even do we really want to consider them? So I feel like it's but I mean, it's going to it's going to I think it's just coming down to a unanimous decision at this point. And I I, I don't want to discourage the boss tones at all. I like the boss tones. They did do that tour with Aerosmith. Yeah, but I mean, you got to right. Mm, you got to you were you were big in the 90s. You're not big anymore. Yeah, it was like, yeah, this is like five years ago, maybe. Um but like you're not big, you're not big anymore. Like mainstream. Yeah, but like Steven Tyler's not even gonna party with you. Of course he's not. So what's the point? Do, do you want? I wouldn't want us party with Steven Tyler. Aren't I they? Would, aren't I would. they? Nobody would know who you were if you're the if you're anybody in the mighty mighty. Bo- okay, you're the you're the trombone player in the mighty mighty boss. Doesn't matter. Teams, I'm right? doing cocaine and you're with Steven in Tyler. A room I bet with Steven Tyler it's pretty good cocaine. Right. But you're in a room with Steven Tyler. Do you think anybody in there is like, oh my God, it's the trumpet player from the Mighty Mighty Boss? I'm not Mighty there Boss, for recognition. The I'm there player. for no. the free cocaine. Fuck that though. Who do they wouldn't want to party with him? But I that's think. what I'm saying. There is no free cocaine. I bet that he doesn't get free cocaine. He's sober. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. That, the free sober, cocaine would have been now. in the Mighty Mighty Boss tones. Maybe they're sober. They're all fucking in their forties. Sober-ish. I could see it. So anyway. <laughs> there was money to be made, and that's fine. I don't make a judgment call. Uh, I like the Mighty Mighty Boss Toads, but I like the Mighty uh, the Mad Caddies a little bit more. So they will be entering into our moronic Madness in March tournament. Yeah, the, f- the final, the Elite Eight. The, that we're gonna call well, it. Well, it'll be no, it'll be sixteen. Su- the sweet, it'll be the 16. sweet sixteen. The sweet sixteen. Yeah. All right. This is like I would imagine come like up with a more sexual name than that. Be considered like pool play, right? The seductive like sixteen in, in rugby. In rugby, like the, you're you're seg- you're segmented into pools, and yeah. then the winners from those pools go on and move on to like the tournament for like the, the like divisions. Sort of, yeah. Well, like like we have them broken up in divisions. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so what we're already doing exactly. <laughs> uh, up next, I think we have a matchup that I really don't know who I'm going to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Who we got? Uh, just two absolutely amazing bands. One that kicked it all off as far as, I, I you know, really with the whole third wave uh, oh, integrating yeah. punk rock into things. Operation Ivy. Yep. Uh, with Sound System. And we have Mustard Plug with Box. And they're just, they're Mustard Plug. Nobody, there is it's no a, wild card. I know. So if we, when we make a decision, we have two matchups here that are yeah. These matchups are randomly selected by a dice roll before, well, like said, so, so like stuff like this, it's pretty rough. Yeah, we have to really make a good decision here. Two amazing bands, only one can come out on top. Let's check it out.
choose on air we hadn't decided yet yeah no, no, I figure, well, oh yeah. man um fuck you just heard operation you heard, i didn't realize he was pressing record plug box no no yeah. pressure at all oh so more on bros radio show here at realpunkradio.com um, off air I, I decided i'm going with mustard plug my reasoning is they have a, a far greater longevity uh and just a wider sound, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the years. Some solid logic, yeah. at least. Yeah, they've got a lot of dark songs uh, in in recent history. While going further through their songs, you can find a song that's just about chewing bubble gum. Yeah, I'm chewing, chewing, they chewing my gum, and they f- it's a fucking banger, dude. Song about being a real rat bastard that I'm pretty favorable yeah. on. That's a good song. Um, I went uh, the opposite. I was just. You know, as we said before, I'm kind of the the oddball here, not nearly as familiar, so I'm kind of making some wild decisions. But just based on those two songs going head-to-head, I was feeling Operation Ivy more. So it's all on Keegan to make the deciding vote. So here's the argument that I have for my decision. While Mustard Plug has a large category of songs that is great, Operation Ivy with the limited amount of songs they wrote, have enough, I think, songs that can match up against other bands in this tournament that we can go, they're, they're, they're still solid. Oh, and yeah. I think that, that as, as a band makes them just the one that I want to pick to move on. Uh, just because it's like that you could make such an impact with such a, you know, you have such an influence with just one album. Like, you can't not, you can't just, you can't leave them out. Mustard Plug, while being a staple... If this was the uh, if this if it was a case where we had a wild card, mustard plug would definitely be the wild card. Absolutely, my number one, you know. But it's not, and we have to make a final decision. So I went with. I don't know. We still got that last matchup. I think that's going to be another. Yeah. Another terror. Uh, oh yeah, that's going to be a big one. I can't. Oof. Yeah. Not it's almost nice that. that we don't have the wild card to worry about. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh. So it's decided then. Operation yep. Ivy. Operation moving on, moving on to on? the to the tournament and to the Sweet Sixteen, the Seductive Sixteen. Yeah, the, the sweet sweet Seductive Sixteen. No, that's too S- Bideny. Yeah, that's yeah. way too Joe <laughs> Bideny. The sultry and seductive. 16. Fourth place, Joe Biden. <laughs> let's just remember to let's just remind everyone at every chance we can that it's fourth place. Did Joe I Biden. read right that Buttigieg? Buttigieg. He came out on top there. He did not. I didn't, I didn't think that was right. No. Uh, Bernie won by six thousand votes. Makes more sense. Yeah, like it, it's so ridiculous. By every, they went into, they had to go into a, uh, it's like EDC where it's like, it's some. So they had to find it's a some way some sort to of delegate Bernie count. Then. 
it's some sort of delegate count that they've never used before as a metric that they're now toting out and saying like, well, Pete won at this count. You know, he won by these by these amount of delegates, but not like the actual amount of delegates, which they tied on. But Bernie had more votes, so he wins if you're looking for a quote unquote winner. But they both tied for the amount of delegates at 11. Uh, Warren with seven, Biden with five, and then Klobuchar like that, with three. The whole situation was a, was a big loss for the DNC. <laughs> It just looks so bad for them, and especially because especially Buttigieg. With all the delays, too, Maybe like how it took so to, long you know, to result. Buttigieg is a, was an investor in, I know. in the company that was like making yeah. the app. Dark like, Horse. No, no. It's, uh, whatever it was. It's uh, um, Shadow. Shadow Horse. That's no, it's just Shadow. just Shadow. It's just called Shadow. Okay. And it's uh, the parent company, Acronym. Like yeah. <laughs> These are literally like evil corporation yeah. names. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> back to our moronic madness in March. Yeah, uh, we it's got, driving uh, us mad here, uh, trying to make these decisions crazy. We got, I guess, we we, we can consider the the deep cut matchup here. We got deals gone bad and Danny Rebel and the KGB. Oh yeah, you got to be a a real fan to uh, to know these bands. But if you know them, you love them. You had to smoke a lot of weed in the late aughts. I was gonna say, or yeah, <laughs> or you had to be in Chicago in the aughts, and then you would know. At least one of these bands real well. Uh, deal's gone bad. We got things are going to get better. Following that up with Danny Rebel and the KGB's Fire. Let's check it out.
Things are going to get better. Not for deals gone bad in this round, I don't think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love Danny Rebel. Love deals gone bad. Uh, deals gone bad always has a, sp- a special place in my heart because when I found out they were like, obviously when I found out they were from Chicago, I was like, oh man, I could probably see them. And then it was like, nah, <laughs> yeah. no, you can't. No, you can't. But I've seen a couple. I've seen him a couple times though. Yeah. Right. We've seen him a couple times. And then we've seen, you know, the uh, members in other bands uh, do the Crombies thing. <laughs> the Crombies thing was really cool. The Crombies. We actually were at their first show. Yeah. 
by accident, but it was fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, definitely our introduction to, uh, Dave Simon. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am however going to go with Danny Rebel and the KGB. Uh, just love them. Like that band is, it's just everything I look for in a a band. It's so good. They're they're so amazing. Plus I have a, quite a few awesome special memories with them. Uh, see, I'm going with Danny Rebel and the KGB. I mean that was definitely a jam like that uh, fire the song yeah. we just heard that was that was awesome I was really enjoying it but first time listening to either and uh, I'm you know I'm I'm glad obviously they're moving on but I'm gonna go ahead and throw my vote to Deals Gone Bad I just really liked the the vocal it reminded me of the old like soul and like R and B music absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. no that's He's that's very what like good at that. yeah that's what like gets me about Deals like that's why I love them so much it's just like because the the yeah. This old soul sort of sound. I love it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy Fire so much that I think it was the only Danny Rebel in the KGB song I ever heard when I invited a large group of strangers from Canada <laughs> to come stay at my yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, because we got them on. They were on that Montreal ska, ska comp. Yeah, that we were listening to for and a long Fire time. Was it was Fire it. was that song. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, I hit them up because I heard that they were coming playing the bowling alley in Griffith. Yeah, no <laughs> less. They did. Uh, it was crazy. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, so I was like, "You guys need a place to crash," and they're like, "Yeah, we need a place to crash." And I was like, "You got a fucking place to crash." They played with cool. the Green Room Rockers. Yeah, it's interesting. The first time I saw the Green Room Rockers was at a bowling alley with you, and was it Crown Point? They play a lot of bowling alleys. I was gonna say, I thought they played Griffith. I've seen them multiple they, times at the Griffith Bowling Alley. Yeah, I've maybe seen them it was Griffith so many then. times at the Griffith Bowling Alley. Maybe it was Griffith that we went to. Yeah, probably. They're the only fuckers that can book a show at that goddamn place. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, our next matchup, I think, is going to be the the most difficult to decide. The toughest? This is, yeah, this one is, uh, I mean, it was pretty difficult with Operation Ivy and, and well, Mustard Well, I think Plug. it's because we, me and Keegan, like, we both love both of these bands. Yeah. But each of us loves the other one. Equal amount more than the, than the other one. Right, 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 right. And you'll understand what we mean once we play them. But it's the Slackers versus the Hub City Stompers with our last matchup to decide who gets that last spot from the Ska Division into the Moronic Madness in March. Does it not work? Okay. So... Anyway, <laughs> we've got Leave Me the Fuck Alone coming up from the Hub City Stompers. Married Girl after that by the Slackers. Let's check it out. <laughs>
She said, please don't tell all your friends Because they might tell my husband And then you know I'll never see you You know he'll probably want to beat you City Stompers. Uh, so just to preface everything, we love both of these bands so much. This was a tough one. But I love Hub City Stompers more. And I love the Slackers more. And then I'm just basing it off of the vibe from these two songs. I'm going with the Slackers. So the Slackers will move on to the Moronic Madness in March Tournament. Which means you'll enjoy the Slackers. They got a pretty consistent vibe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they do, actually. They they feed a niche. Um, so we got the Mad Caddies, Operation Ivy, Danny Rebel and the KGB, and the Slackers with Black Happy as our wild card. I think that we have a pretty solid group of bands there yeah. coming out of the Scott Division. 
I think that's gonna be a good uh, that's gonna be a good addition. We're to gonna this do headliners, and then we're gonna check out Black Happy. Okay. Uh, I have my headliner first. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, and I think this is news that a lot of people already knew about, but um, we hadn't talked about, so I just want to talk about it. Uh, the fact that Guns N' Roses is going on tour. Stadium tour. A stadium tour. Dude, those are going to be some empty fucking stadiums, huh? I, like, have, I have to admit, it was a guilty pleasure for a long time. Like, oh, when absolutely. I, in my younger years, I definitely went through a GNR phase. Right, but we were all dumb kids. Like, oh, we were all yeah. dumb kids, including our parents, even. They fell for that shit, like, hook, line, and sinker. I still, have like, a, I still have a copy of Guns N' Roses Live in Paris that I taped off a of pay-per-view. I want to say it was, like, 92, 93. Right. The Use Your Illusion tour. Uh, the Portrait of Destruction, I used to call them the Ugly Dudes. Cause the oh, por- Appetite for Destruction? Appetite yeah. for Destruction, yeah. yeah. Portrait of Destruction. I think that's P.O.D. Honestly, uh, <laughs> I think they were less ugly on that album cover than they are in real life. <laughs> Especially now. You've seen Axel? Ugh. Jesus. Interesting uh, fact about that album. It actually had an original, or originally is a different album cover. And uh, like that's actually highly sought after. Collectibles, oh, really? the original artwork was like graphic. It was like a robot like shooting down a like woman who was like, like half sp- naked. Like a spinal tap kind of thing. Oh yeah, like the taste the glove. Yeah. So it <laughs> or was smell deemed, the glove. Smell, was, the yeah, glove. smell the glove. It was yeah. deemed too graphic. But if you got one of the original, you got some money. You got some money in the bank, huh? If I had money in the bank, I'd offer some vinyl. I would have spent it on that chats first pressing thing they had going on it went for about five uh, k. Australian dollars. I'm just uh, not a big fan of Guns N' Roses, and I'm like really disappointed never, that no, they're still. I never got into it. You just like the fact just, that like, it just bothers you they're still relevant enough yeah, to go on a tour, right? A stadium tour, let alone by the by the time think, I'd even heard Guns N' Roses, I was already like on a healthy like shouldn't Duff died of Judas Priest and Megadeth? Shouldn't Duff so McKagan? Like, you're like, what in, is this watered yeah. down garbage? <laughs> shouldn't Duff McKagan be like playing in a band that like actually appreciates? Bass like, players. Uh, Did you notice he always on the? I don't know if like you're they, very familiar. I, mean, I think Velvet Revolver was a way better project than. Oh yeah, Guns absolutely. For, well. but, uh, and I don't even like Velvet Revolver. Me but, yeah. <laughs> a lot of the Guns N' Roses live live stuff, uh, Duff would do punk covers. Like he would cover yeah. the Misfits. Yeah, I know, I know. Stuff, he's, a pretty, like, he's a pretty solid dude. Yeah, uh, but, musically. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about him as a person. There's probably some real fucked up shitties in Guns N' Roses, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't discount any claims made. Uh, but yeah, we're watching the XFL right now. Because we are uh, the official the podcast of the XFL. Yeah, we're the official podcast of the XFL, so it's pretty uh, important that we watch the all of the games. and the Defenders on right now. I don't think we can say those names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on air. I'm just kidding. I, we could say whatever we want. We're the official Magic. podcast of the XFL. We are, actually. Oh, shit, he goes, he scored. Okay, so um, football. I think it's like five points for a touchdown. Really? Yeah, it's not six. Hmm. Oh, no, it's six. Okay. Okay. Oh, congratulations, Trey Williams. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, what's your, your songs based upon Guns N' Roses? Based on those songs, yeah. I have uh, uh, Against Me with Reinventing Axl Rose and Guar with The Road Behind. Uh, two amazing songs. Two amazing songs. I was taking excellent digs. <laughs> oh, look at this. Rose. This is cool. All right. So, yeah, let's check it out. Shut up. 
Can't you hear me calling Like a sad whale song Like a sad whale song Sad whale, baby The Road Behind The Road Behind Reinventing Axl Rose before that uh, We are halfway through The Moron Bros Show Here at RealPunkRadio.com Feels like we just started yeah. Uh, but uh, we uh, only got another hour left here at realpunkradio.com. We're here every single Tuesday. CJ, do you want to tell them how to get in touch with us? Um, you can go to Instagram, uh, More Umbros Radio, More Umbros Show on Facebook, the backlog, which should be updated soon, uh, moreumbros.realpunkradio.com. Send us pictures of your poop. We will guess what you ate. Okay. Well, uh, we. <laughs> God, every time. Uh, Got to sneak that poop in there. We are doing our headliners, which are our headlines that we found that we then accompany with bands to play songs went, along the lines. I went of with, the, a, with a softball for my headliner. I did a, a quick search of top headliners, and then it said Fox News, and I was like, there's got to be something funny in there, right? Right, right. right. And then uh, I ended They're up the on a, a puff piece about the film American Gigolo, while Carol Cook uh, recalls working with Richard Greer, and she is quoted as saying, "He was carrying the mother load." Meaning, I, I bet he uh, was like probably forty to fifty hamsters in his butthole. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> Why would you think that? Uh, Richard Greer is the hamster in the butthole guy. Is he? Yeah. When? From where? This what? is known about. They do a whole South. Even South Park does a whole thing. Richard Greer, apparently. Greer. Greer, yeah, he was putting hamsters in his in his butthole. In his butt. Somewhere around uh, Runaway Bride era. When you were saying mother load here, he had the mother load, I was thinking, I was instantly thinking, like, oh, he got like ten and a half inches of dick. Yeah, well, right. I, I was <laughs> thinking he had a surplus of hamsters in his anus. Right. Do you think that... Why, why can't it be both? Right, actually, you know <laughs> what? It's probably both. It's probably both. Um, So I went with Dayglo Abortions, Hide the Hamster. Very following that up with Beefcake's proctologist. So, uh, yeah, Richard Greer, he, he puts poor innocent animals in his butthole. That's really sad. Uh, for what I can only imagine. My mom told me a really funny story. Death. I've heard that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's check I'm, it out. Well, Billy was a boy who had a few ideas on his own. His trail bees were 35 inches in his home.
your shorts and bend over, Mr. Babar. Oh, no, really, uh, we, we don't need to. I've, uh, we don't want to do that. Say, so, you know, my kidneys feel a lot better in this position. Maybe it's just that I'm not doing any calisthenics. You know, if I did some sit-ups in the morning or bent over like this, I'd probably feel 100% better. Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? before that with Hyde the Hamster. Richard Greer. That's all I know about that guy. A lot of butt stuff, yeah. apparently. Good for him. Well, I mean, not good about I mean, the hamster. Yeah, fuck that guy for Good for him, you know, for discovering. I don't like feel that. like enough yeah. people discover their butthole in life. True, but some people, you ganja heroes, yeah, some people listening. aren't supposed to though. Like yeah, see, Richard I'm, Greer I'm probably a, shouldn't. Well, I think he, you know, discovered his butthole. Yeah, I'm also, not against maybe the butt that, stuff. I'm not against, I'm not against the butt stuff at all. Also, maybe maybe that guy that put that pickle jar in his butt like that guy oh, probably shouldn't have been putting yeah. stuff in his butt. Like he got, he got a little. Just use properly designed sex toys. I mean, yeah, the market. Yeah, just be safe, everybody. It's never been easier to on the down low. Yeah, don't don't use yeah. anything uh, shatterable. Right. Don't don't use any non-consenting hey. animals. Hey, yeah. hey, everybody, everybody, let's just be safe, okay? That's from the more Ambros. <laughs> from the more Ambros to you, okay? Be, be very yeah. safe when putting stuff up your butt. You be, can get uh, a uh, real yeah. dildo. For like less than ten dollars, right? And never put anything up your butt that doesn't have a handle. Like That's we true. cannot stress this That's enough. True. This like, is day one stuff that they, that the other radio like shows aren't going to tell yeah. you. Yeah, that's other what? radio shows will not tell you 
the the best Howard advice Stern I've will ever tell you received. to put it up there, but he won't tell you how you're gonna get it back. Dude, it's, you won't know how many times I've been like, oh no, and then I'm like, oh wait, it has a handle. I'm good. Yeah. Never mind. I'm good. So is this <laughs> is this the the Moron Bros version of a like a PSA? I like, use one the of those. Or you know, I use one of those surfers leashes where I have it attached to a rope that's Velcro to my ankle. That we can just kick it out. Oh yeah, yeah, kick yeah, it out yeah, in yeah, emergencies. Like the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get caught in the wave and you don't know which <laughs> yeah. way is up. You can just pull your foot straight, uh-huh. and you know. Uh, well, my my headline <laughs> had nothing to do with butt stuff. <laughs> uh, does does involve oh, does involve it involves some teats though some teats. cow cow teats. some cow teats. Uh, this is from a NPR story called Raw Milk Deal. A farmer in California built an empire dealing raw milk, and then the feds so showed like up. So, unpasteurized milk? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. That sounds... And then uh, the feds showed sounds up. Sounds equally delicious and dangerous. See, here's the thing, though, is this guy doesn't get to keep the, the wealth of his labor. Yeah, he was right? trucking it. He was trucking it, like, miles all over yeah. California and built an empire on it. Just... But. Just so well, what do they mean by empire yeah, too? I don't like, know. was this guy making like one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, which is fucking dope? But like to think about all the work that he has that has to go into that, like yeah, I want to see I some the numbers. Guy really break down what YouTubers are making. It's pretty sad, huh? Oh my god. Yeah. They're fucking bank. Well, you know, hey, that's we disappointing. Can't all... I obviously got into the wrong business. <laughs> I just, you know what? It's like, yeah. why, why am I not that interesting? You know, I don't get it. Uh. We're are, not, you, are you willing to eat we're like not hot any stuff? Lessons. Dude, so down yeah. to eat hot stuff. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like I have I put I put hot sauce on everything. I mean that's what it comes down to is we're gonna have to create some kind of spectacle. We've, we've gotta got draw a, them in. Yeah, we've got a um I think once we draw them in we could retain twenty percent. Hey man, twenty percent of three hundred and fifty million. And eventually that'll grow, you know, once you retain that twenty percent. Right. That's all you gotta do, is you gotta get the hook. Oh, yeah. you know what we should do is um uh, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, like we've been talking about, we should we should definitely get one of us involved. We still need in to it. actually send that letter to Joey Chestnut. Yeah, no, it's been sent. <laughs> so anyway, back to back to the the milk for my milk song. Oh, Sorry. Have, you ever, have you ever done the milk challenge? I've attempted the milk challenge one Dude, time. I live I live with somebody that <laughs> idea of a cool refreshing drink when he gets home from work is what you would call the milk challenge. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like just, half it just seemed like it was physically impossible to it's hold not. the gallon. Like, I puked so much milk. Oh, really? And it was an oh, interesting yeah. experience because it's still cold coming up. So you're used to puking stuff at body temperature. It's right. a whole different sensation but the milk stays when it's, cold? like, ice cold. Because yeah. it's, it's only in your stomach yeah, yeah, for such a still, short period of time. By the time you're puking, you're still puking. Like, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I've yeah. drank a lot of milk. No, well, but you, you have to do a gallon in under an hour. You have an hour to finish a whole gallon. I could do that. I could I've, definitely I've, do I've tried that. and failed, but I will definitely watch See, my, you I'm try. lactose intolerant. I've seen my dad do a half gallon. I could definitely in, do that. In like three Yeah, minutes. I did a half gallon. I had maybe like a pint left, and then I started puking. I mean, that's how he starts it off. He drinks a half gallon, and then he fills up a giant cup of milk. And See, if, <laughs> if I do it by the cup, if I do it by the cup, I can I can knock that out. I'm, I'm chocolate milk. Fuck it. Yeah, I mean that's how I was doing. I just kept pouring it in glasses. Maybe this becomes a more Umbros. Uh, so that'll video. be yeah. We'll do a, a YouTube we video of milk challenge guys on the internet. I'd be I'd be down to attempt it again. I'll challenge you. I, I feel oh, dude, I do, do feel do more it. comfortable going there with our own challenge and dealing with whatever they're gonna come up with. Yeah, but I mean like we could just do this on a Wednesday. <laughs> 
<laughs> like we could just like I could do actually I mean the only thing stopping us from doing it right now is time constraints yeah <laughs> it's like I have a half gallon of milk in my, <laughs> in my fridge I'll go chug that yeah, shit I can do that shit right now I will do that shit right now Melissa would be so mad if she came up where'd all the milk go <laughs> I bought all this cereal <laughs> now I have dry cereal <sighs> so anyway on to songs about milk and cows yeah we, we went with anthrax milk of course. Very, very appropriate. And uh, Big D in the kids' table, Hell on Earth. Check it out.
damn cows moo Let those stupid birds fly Let the dog sit on the chair Let the cat shed its long hair Let the goldfish swim outside Let the smokers smoke Let the politicians lie Let grandma be a bitch Athletes be filthy rich Let the stoners get high Let's make life a living hell Let's make life a living hell Let's take everything we know Toss it right out the window Let's make life a living hell Let the homophobia scare Let the kings end up in chair Republicans steal the dough Democrats should play more Let the system let it down When Charlton has seen that his gun Let somebody shoot him just for fun Pro-life and carnivores Pro-choice be whores Let's never help the bomb was the first uh, concert I ever went to by myself. Really? Yeah, I was like 14 years old. What uh, venue do you remember? It was the Pearl Room in Mokina. I, I've been there. I saw, yeah. I saw Clutch there. Oh, no shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I went there. there. Oh, really? Yeah. That was a really popular spot uh, for shows. a long time. They a lot of good metal shows yeah. uh, at the Pearl Room, for sure. Uh, and then Big D, haven't heard that. Song yeah, forever, man. Yeah. It's such a good. It's a, such a good tune. It was actually my little sister exposed me to that. That's that's the only. Reason oh, really? I, that's the only reason I know that song is because my sister Jessica would play it. Yeah, Jessica uh, has some pretty good taste in music. Big D would fucking. Every once, I mean, I don't know. I'm interested. In, I'm gonna check out this cover album on the drive home for sure. 
I like uh, a good cover yeah. album. I love a good cover. Oh, album. dude, the Moron Bros. It's but all I could about also <clears throat> could also hate. Also, hate a bad cover album. Mm-hmm. If it's a bad cover album, yeah, like that Weezer pile. Yeah, there's a couple gems in there. There, yeah. I mean, you know, if, but that because that's it's all about that's the song inclination selection. towards. It's all about song selection. Selection is a big one. Right, don't do Africa. I think Streetlight. Do, do, <laughs> I think Streetlight could have done a little bit better of a job on song selection, but also I wasn't that upset at the time because I thought there were going to be eighty-eight more covers that they told us that there were. Right. Be. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so this isn't a great album, but there's eighty-eight more. Yeah. And they fucking lied. Yeah. Uh, the Mad Caddies just put out a, a cover album last year. Really? And they fucking killed it. Hmm. Absolutely killed it. So, uh, in honor of. Uh, Rourke and the wild card pick. We uh, uh, we had to go with the band that he uh, question questionably ska band, but we found enough ska that we they found can, horn section. This is the only time mm-hmm. they have to be ska. Yeah, and we found we found enough in there. You sneaky sneaky bastard! You yeah. sneaky Rourke. sneaky bastard! <laughs> just enough horn. Uh, I believe they're actually described as a funk metal. Band. They're just horny enough uh, to be in this tournament. But yeah, they they were definitely cool. This song was pretty cool. It's called Chicken in a Biscuit. Going to follow that up with a little bit of against all authority with what the fuck you expect. Check it out. Baby 
fuck do you expect? Uh, I wasn't expecting <clears throat> Black Happy to be what it was. I wasn't. When I was told it should be entered into the Scott Division. <laughs> but we heard some horns, and, it and we got them in. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Big shout out to Rourke. Uh, glad to hear you're doing better, man. Um, so each week here at the Moron Bros, we try to guess somebody who's going to die in the next seven days. Now, much like the ring. Now we don't want these people to die, but but we uh, but we also uh, you know want pizza. So uh, if we do get it. We get to have ourselves a pizza party. If you go on to any of our social media and tell us who you think is going to die in the week, uh, you could also be having yourself a pizza party along with the Moron Bros. Uh, last week, who did we select, CJ? Uh, Stephen King for Jason. Yeah, I remember. And mm-hmm. then you picked... Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron, and I picked M. Night Shyamalan. And Night Shyamalan. Uh, None of us got pizza? No. It's upsetting. No pizza for you. But it's okay. Um, There's always another week. That's always this week. CJ, who do you got? I'm going to go with Ted Danzig this week. Ted Danzig? Ted Danzig. You mean Ted Danson? Who's dead already? Is he dead? Yep. When did he die? Like last year, I think. You could go go with Curb Your Enthusiasm. Am I wrong? I don't know. Did Ted quick, Danson quick, not? Oh, wait, no, Google. no. You're right. Ted Danson's talking not about dead. Sam Malone from Cheer. Yeah, that's who I was thinking about. That's who I'm talking about. Oh, that's who, wait. <laughs> we, is this one of those Mandela effect things where I remember a news story that didn't happen? You I'm gotta, pretty sure I actually just saw. He just, he just got arrested. He was for, looking, yeah, maybe that was it. We need to get to the bottom of this. Yeah, we need to. We're doing a classic More Ambrose bit here called Give, Give it, it a Goog. Goog. Actually, by the way, uh, I heard um, somebody was on Rogan recently. Uh, oh, Mark Norman, and he was saying, "Give it a goog." <laughs> yeah, he was. Just, I like, mean, I, know, I got it. it from, I got it from Pete Holmes for sure. Uh, yeah, no, he's not dead. So, all right, so he's seventy-two years old. Going with Ted Danson. At first, I wasn't sure if that was like a mashup, like a love child. It was by uh, Ted Danson and Glenn Glenn Danzig. When like you've been they... a moron bro long enough, you'll 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 pick up on CJ's dialect. <laughs> yeah, uh, he tends to do that with with uh, celebrity names. I'm always seeing people but he, that but look he... like other celebrities too. And, and, uh... and usually, given the context of the conversation, you can tell who he's talking about. Yeah. We figured it out. I'll usually just have to explain what, you know who they played something. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, Sam Malone and Cheers is who I'm going with. Okay. Uh, uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. You think if all, all the if, excitement's gonna get but only him? but only if the XFL doesn't do well over this weekend. Like if nobody watches, nobody's really into it, and it doesn't do well, I think he's gonna lose so much money, he's gonna kill himself. So. <laughs> well, uh, he's got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Let's see. For mine, last week I went with Stephen King, and then since then I actually watched uh, Doctor Sleep. Have you, either of you guys seen I that? The I've sequel? not watched it yet. It's I got the, it on I got it on Dolo on the hard drive, but I, it's the the sequel to The Shining, like a follow up to The yeah. Shining. I guess the little kid is an adult now. So uh, connecting six degrees that way, I go back. There I'm going with all the a, weird sexual kinks he developed. Yeah, Scatman Brothers. <laughs> So in a six degrees to The Shining, I'm gonna go with Jack Nicholson for my pick this Ooh, week. Ooh, okay. Right. You know what? That's that's a good pick. It's a pretty it's good. A pick. Solid pick. Um, uh, and just a uh, honorable mention, Rush Limbaugh, you're on our fucking radar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm Got getting pizza. On you. I'm getting pizza because of you, and I will not rest until I get pizza because of you. And make sure and, and be very conscious. I will be. I will be. Honestly, watching. I mean, he might enjoy his dying wish that somebody gets a pizza in his fat, sloppy honor. That's what I'm saying, dude. In his in his uh, honor. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be eating pizza. I mean, the guy already got a medal. We don't he got to, a we don't, fucking. We don't, need, we don't need to boast his ego. He got a medal. He got he the low, highest honor like, that an American war? citizen can get from the from the president. Was he in the war? No, no, because of his journalistic excellence from the United States president. Yeah, true. That's medal. what they're covering up the the micro penis thing with. Probably. Well, it's what he can he can cover you know, it with it's, the it's, metal. It's dangerous to send people with micro penises to war. They got they got too many too many aggressions to get out. But that's what he's going to use the metal for is to cover up his micro penis. <laughs> yeah. It's going to wear it like a belt. It's going to look like a loincloth <laughs> on that fat bastard. Anyway, uh, that's our death pool picks for this week. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about covers, and I think we're going to play some covers in the next set. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we got Scott Two Network doing a little Lizzo cover, Juice. Uh, the Holophonics after that with Turtle Time and the Ninja Rap. Let's check it out. It's the Moron Bros. <laughs>
Apo, 2AM. Turtles, they, Turtle in they time. jammed on that one. Yeah, uh, that game was my that, jam. That rap has uh, not aged, as far as political correctness goes. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, very well at all. Um, well, we are, we just did our death pools, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's just about it here yeah. at the Mora Ambrose yeah. Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Uh, we're here every single Tuesday. We're at least bringing you a radio show we like. 
to bring you uh, morning shows, but it's just been a, a time constraint recently. We haven't been able to put one together. Um, Deepest apologies. Yeah, that. yeah, definitely listen to uh, listen to us here every single Tuesday at realpunkradio.com. Um, we're on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, moronbros.realpunkradio.com. Yeah, at Moron Bros Radio for Instagram, the Moron Bros Show for Facebook. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a full update of the backlog here at moronbros.realpunkradio.com. Keep an eye on our social media because uh, once the tournament starts, we'll actually be looking for votes. So, in between each episode, you'll have a week to cast your votes and to see who gets on to the next round. Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, Definitely keep an eye on, on so all, all of our social All three medias. of you be prepared for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get, all three of us. All be, three of you get out there and rock the vote. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be posting them on uh, pages die. and stuff, seeing if Vote we or can't, die, motherfucker. Vote or die. Yeah, if we can't inflate some of the uh, inflate some of the yeah. numbers. Um, we're keeping it keeping it ska here. Yeah. yeah Going to finish out with ska. I think another cover in there, too, correct? Uh no 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 more covers okay. no no more covers just two rad ska bands that uh honestly I totally spaced on Memphis Scopheles oh yeah right oh. <laughs> perhaps yeah my my favorite next ska. year next year, next year. we've already got a couple bands um, that are in the tournament for next so we year we got we got Memphis Scopheles with Memphis Scopheles and we got the Blue Meanies from here in Chicago they're described as the um, Slayer of ska yeah <laughs> yeah they are. Um, and that, that they are, I haven't heard anything described, uh, so well with analogy on a flyer since I've seen Eric Andre described as the Gigi Allen of comedy, <laughs> <laughs> but we are the moron bros. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Keegan. I'm CJ. And I'm Jason. Hail, Hail Satan. Satan. Hail Satan.
Peace.